the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. You can find us at FiringLineRadio.com for the podcast, which you're going to want to enroll in. This is a uh, it's kind of a somber show, uh, unfortunately. A very important show, one I've been looking forward to, and I know my guest has been looking forward to it. Uh-huh. But um, a very important show today. Uh, joining me, folks, I have Larry Townsend. Larry Townsend is a trainer. Um, Professional trainer for people, not for dogs, right? No, well, Profes- no, I haven't done one yet. <laughs> but professional trainer for gunshot wound, field trauma, how to prepare or save a loved one or yourself Correct. if something happens out in the field. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, this last weekend we just had horrific mass shootings. Now, these are mass murder events caused by people that are either demonically possessed, which is where I feel they are, or or um, people who should never have had the opportunity to do this. And you, you look at some of the things that have happened, like Gilroy, if we right. back into yeah. that. Absolutely. This guy who did the shooting in Gilroy, it's a gun-free zone, lots of police officers, big police presence there. He goes down a canyon, cuts a fence, and sneaks in. So right. disarming everybody did nothing, right? A, a right. one-off, a one-off person can always find a way to cause havoc if they don't mind dying in the process. Fortunately, he was neutralized very quickly. And that seems to be the way that we stop mass shootings is with bullets returning fire. Right. So uh, you take a look at what happened in uh, in El Paso. That actually went on for minutes, you know, with a gun-free zone. And that coward who did that shooting, he actually posted that I'm not a coward for choosing the low-hanging fruit of a gun-free zone. Why should I lose my life to make this point? Right? Okay. In case you didn't know it, folks, that's somebody who needs to be shot in the face. Just my own two cents. You know, here's, here's a, here's two copper shinies. That guy should be shot in the face. And instead he, he surrenders because this less than a man goes to this mass shooting wearing hearing protection because he doesn't want to hurt his ears. <laughs> his ears right. This is the, the snowflake of all snowflakes. And I, I just hope he's beaten flat into a puddle of goo every single day he's in jail. Absolutely. Um, and I'm okay with that. So, you know, these are, these are people who are probably on psychotropic drugs. That seems to be a very large right. uh, commonality. Right. Uh, 
busted up homes. I mean, his father and that one, his father was a drug addict. And, you know, it's there's so many things that go into this. And this is the part that gets me is immediately standing on the piles of dead bodies. We have 20 or 22 um, donkeys from the Democratic Party who want to run this country into the mud, screaming, we need more gun control. Bodies aren't even cold yet. And they're screaming this as if they've been waiting in the wings. And in California, we have the same same issues with our governor, um, Governor Newsom, nuisance. But the Gilroy, the Gilroy murders happen in California after Prop 63. Right. We have. Gun, this kid couldn't have owned a gun because he was under 21 and he bought an AK-40. So everything in California, he broke all those laws and he still committed that murder. They're looking at increasing ownership penalties. They're not looking at increasing the penalties for the misuse or criminal behavior. And that's what pees me off. Just absolutely sets my teeth on edge that Jerry Brown, before he went out of office, signed a law that said there's no more mandatory jail sentences for using a firearm in commission of a felony. Explain that to me if you can. I have no idea how to explain it. I really do. I don't know. Well, you know, the way, the way I look at it when you said uh, we need more gun control, we need more people control. That's what we need. It's not gun control. See, I would say it a little bit different. It's not that we need the gun. I don't know if I said we need more gun control, but but what we not need, you, but the people are saying that. Yeah, they're yelling for that. Right, gun control. And and it's not we need more defensive capabilities. Okay, the police cannot be everywhere, and we're going to talk about response times right. with what you do. Um, and and you can realize that, geez, if if an ambulance takes five, ten, seven minutes, and the police take three, four, five minutes. What could happen in the meantime? Who is the first responder? Okay, well. The victim, right? Absolutely. When when it comes to somebody when there's a shooting, it's all based on a lot of factors, but the number one factor is a time element. See, when a person has a critical, the key word's a critical, life-threatening gunshot and or stabbing, one we'll talk about later. When it's critical, truly critical, they have to have the correct medical treatment initiated within the first two to six minutes to have a chance to survive that quickly. That's not if it's a mortal shot immediately, right? Well, yeah, yeah it's not mortal. I mean, that's just immediate. But if it's just even critical, like in other words, if I'm shot in a chest and have a second chest wound, or I'm shot in the femoral artery of my right leg or left leg, that's definitely a critical life-threatening type right. of gunshot. Right. And or even stabbing wound can do the same thing. That's where the two to six minute comes in. So... What I what drives me nuts, and I feel like kicking the TV all the time. There's some mass shooting, is there'll be a shooting. They go, oh, well, the paramedics got there right away, and they saved so and so's life, and, and that's great. But they didn't have that critical life threatening wound. That's how they were able to save their life. Right. Okay. The other ones and are on the other list. That's right. In fact, I trained Columbine after the fact. Fortunately, after the, what to do if there's every other shooting in Columbine, and it's just an example of the time element. There was 13 people that were killed that day at Columbine. Two of them were the shooters that killed themselves, but the 11 people, the faculty, staff, you know, students, they shot. Uh, Loneland University that I worked with, and a lot of people when I develop what I do, they studied, especially the emergency department, the type of gunshot wounds they sustained at Columbine. Those 11 people, they said if they'd had the training and products that that I developed at my company. 
they believe at least eight or nine of those 11 people would be alive. Yeah. It's and a time. It's a time. It is time. So let's talk about okay. uh, survivability also when we get up here. Okay. Um, but one of the things is people are talking about red flag warnings. And here's, here's the issue. This is a giant slippery slope. Because whoever is in charge, whatever is the bureaucrat, they're going to decide what they feel is dangerous behavior. And if you look at what's going on right now, Gavin Newsom would say, oh, anybody who has 500 rounds of ammunition is probably a terrorist, domestic terrorist. You know, we need to get on that. Well, that's one brick of 22, but he's an idiot. Um, I I saw a bumper sticker. California, (laughs) our governor is an idiot. It's like, yes, yes, it's true. (laughs) We're ashamed. Um, But. But he's in charge, then he's going to make the determination of what is a red flag law. Oh, I think that we should vote against Kamala Harris. Oh, well, you must be a racist and a terrorist, right? So let's go get your guns. It's political control, and we can't have that. The red flag laws, I know everybody's thinking of what we can do best. Here's what we can do best to solve this. Keep felons in the freaking jail. Build more jails. I don't care where you get the money from. Build more stinking jails. Keep the felons in as long as absolutely possible and then violate their parole and put them back in again. Violent people are always violent people. They don't change. Right. They're predators. The only way they change is when they start pushing up daisies as their yard exercise. So that's an important thing. The second thing is we need to have an armed populace. If if L.A. County was to start issuing CCWs, would there be as many shootings down there? No, because when somebody starts popping off down the street, a good guy's going to smoke them. And that's what I'm all about is is I want to see quality people, as the sheriffs out here who issue CCWs say, good people of good moral character carrying firearms for defensive purposes because the police cannot be there every single place. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Then you are correct, sir. <laughs> Good. That's the way this game works. <laughs> but, okay. but yeah. you know, it's right. And so the first responder, we're going to get to you to this in the next several sessions, but this is so important. Uh, the first responder is the victim. The first responder is not police. I hear this on the news. Oh, thank God for our first responders. No. They're not the first responders. It's, it is the victim. You're absolutely correct. The victim is the first responder. Either you defend yourself or you're dealing with the aftermath, uh, covering up a, a knife wound or a gunshot, gunshot wound. wound. Yeah. You are the victim and the people on the scene are the first responders. Absolutely. And it's our responsibility to make sure we're covered for that. Absolutely. And my training has to do with treat, teaching the victim what they need to do for themselves. That's very important. That's the first step. And how about emotionality of a family member is looking for somebody else? Absolutely. A lot of psychology involved with all this stuff. Right. Absolutely. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check out our website at firinglineradio.com and subscribe to the podcast. I'm here with Larry Townsend. He's got the law enforcement uh, trauma shooting kits and very, very important information we're sharing here today. So make sure that you subscribe to our podcasts and get them and share them so everybody knows what's going on. Larry, you have a seminar coming up. That's going to be on August 17th at Bullseye Sport. Yeah, it's actually, we call it a gunshot wound lifesaver workshop. And we'll talk a more message about that from when we come Vince, back after the this. owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials 
to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to the Firing Line Radio Show. You know that August is National Shooting Sports Month, and our sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, is hosting a series of informative clinics to help encourage participation in all aspects of the shooting sports. That's over. That's a sport that over 50 million Americans currently enjoy. On Saturday, August 17th at 2 o'clock, attend the Gunshot Wound Lifesavers Workshop. That's here with Larry Townsend. Learn the life-saving medical procedures a person must utilize to save themselves and others when injured by a gunshot and or stabbing wound. No prior first aid training is needed. This workshop covers procedures not taught in your basic first aid courses, and each attendee receives a certificate of completion and written instructions. The instructor, Larry Townsend, has trained the NYPD, LAPD, FBI, U.S. Secret Service, and Columbine, among many other organizations. He also currently trains officers at Riverside County Sheriff's Academy. So that's Saturday, August 17th, 2 o'clock, Bullseye Sports in Riverside. For more information about the clinics, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211. You know, today, through the miracle of technology... I am doing a seminar in about 45 minutes. Okay. So it's on the, uh, the see, the 2 o'clock seminar is on intro to big game hunting. I just completed my seminar this morning at 10 o'clock on intro to long range shooting. Okay. So if you actually see me at Bullseye Sport right now and hear me on the radio, I do have a twin. Wow. It's an evil twin. Watch out for the guy that you're next to. There he is. Yeah, I'm the good guy here on the air. Well, that's good. I'd rather be with the good twin instead of the evil twin. (laughs) But then again, I have my kit so I can take care of myself. Well, the evil twin lies, so you don't know which one you're talking to. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I don't know what to believe now. Anyway, folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at firinglineradio.com. Larry Townsend owns Townsend Productions. He is involved in training first aid for the first responders. And as you heard in our first segment, you 
are the first responder. Cops don't get there first. You were there first. So we love our cops. We love our paramedics. They're not first responders. The people on the scene are. Right. And that's what we're talking about is raising up an, an intelligent group that can defend themselves and take care of themselves if something untoward happens. Right. So, Larry, tell us a little bit about – let's oh. – you, you have developed a portable kit right. that everybody should have. In their vehicle. In the, absolutely. In the world we live today, for sure. Yeah, it's a little, and it works for car accidents and everything else. There's a lot of overlap. Right. But it, yeah. this is specifically made for a trauma shooting kit. Excellent. It's made for shooting, absolutely. Well, basically, to give you a quick little history, I've been in emergency medicine for over 35 years. And uh, actually, several years ago, I was married. I'm divorced now, but I was married. And my ex brother in law was a roadside police officer. And he was killed in line of duty, and so was his partner. I'm this sorry. Is, this is way back in 82. And uh, I didn't think of it right then because I actually was in emergency medicine right then. But then shortly after that, I got involved. And years later, I was there for the aftermath. And the family, you know, what the whole family goes through when they have a you know, relative that's an officer that's killed. And one day, I asked a lot of officers that used to hang out at my ex-wife's parents' house all the time. And I'd say, what do you guys do if you get shot? I mean, what happens? This just strictly talking to officers. He said, well, we get in the radio, of course, help. <laughs> I said, well, that's not quick enough. Yeah, and you can't, if you have six bullet holes, you can't plug with five fingers all six that, bullet that's holes. That's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, five of them, maybe. <laughs> Got to be close. So, yeah. so anyway, so to make, to make a long story short, I, I did some research, worked with a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people. I mean, I had the medical director of L.A. County. I worked with the local law enforcement agencies. I worked with Loma Linda University Medical Center, the director of AMR Ambulance in San Bernardino County and the fire department, San Bernardino County Fire Department. And we all came together and we developed the very first medical kit in the United States to treat a gunshot wound. That's amazing. Now, the very first one. Yep. So San Bernardino County, I have been told that the surgeons at Arrowhead Regional okay. for gunshot wounds are some of the best in the country. Wow, I didn't know. Because of, unfortunately, the practice <laughs> right. that they have. Right. Uh, serving San Bernardino area. That would make sense. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure the surgeons in Chicago are fantastic too, right? Sure. Um, fortunately, those are the time, those are the things that we live in. So what is, what is it contained inside this kit? Well, it's not so much just what it contains, it's the process. And what I mean by that is the actual kit only has 13 products in it. Okay. But these 13 products are what's necessary to treat a life-threatening gunshot and or stabbing wound. I said we'll talk about it a little later. But when a person does suffer from that truly critical, life-threatening gunshot or stabbing wound, there's only seven reasons that they're going to die. It's that simple, really. And so this kit was developed to treat those seven reasons. And one of those reasons cannot be treated. It's kind of interesting. But it's still considered one of the seven reasons a person would die. Which is? Truly critical. That is what you talked about earlier. We talked about before the show started. A vital organ. Yeah. Yeah, no, the heart shot. A, yeah, done. yeah, right. That if I get shot between the eyes with AK forty seven or some of the sawed off shotgun blows my heart out, there's no medical product, no surgeon in the world can save my life. No, right. But those yeah. are one of the seven reasons the person dies. Now we're talking about that, but there's right. something else. I mean, let's talk about hunting accidents okay. when a pistol might have between five hundred and a thousand foot pounds of energy if it's shot at the muzzle. Okay. okay. Between nine millimeter and a forty four magnum. There's they're in that range, right? right? A little less even for a three eighty or twenty five ACP, but they don't have that many foot pounds of energy. A modern hunting rifle 
270 and above, is going to have 3,000 foot-pounds of energy at the muzzle. And the bullets that they fire are designed to incapacitate large animals, two to 800-pound animals immediately. So they're completely different from a pistol wound. And, you know, sometimes I think if if somebody has a rifle wound, it's... You know, you get shot in the kneecap, you bleed out. It's it's horrific. So, you know, how about in the field? What are some ideas for that? Well, to me, I look at a a gunshot's a gunshot. Uh, And so it's true. I mean, somebody shot, you know, in the stomach with a you know little 25 pistol compared to a sawed off shotgun is a big is a lot difference, (laughs) obviously. But so but still, it's still a medical problem. It still needs to be medical procedures are involved with that. So I just look at it that I don't look at the comparison between me personally, what type of bullet is, as what type of injury has been done. That's what's the most important part of it. So a major trauma, say to a kneecap, right? Um, what would be the first couple steps? Well, there's, you know, without getting into my complete workshop, because there's, there, <laughs> there actually, which is, yeah, which yeah. is Saturday, okay, August yeah, 17th, that's right, and we'll do that, that's yeah. right, and we'll get right. into the whole thing. But I so said there's an actual process, what I call the A through Z process. So if you just said, okay, somebody's shot in the kneecap, or they're shot in the arm, or they're shot in the neck, or whatever, I can't just say, we well, do this, because I'd have to start. Well, let me let me help the listeners out because I do have some okay. experience in this. So let me just okay. jump ahead of you. Okay, search sure. and rescue team. Oh, okay. Here, there here's, you. here's the thing: if the perpetrator is injured, apply an immediate neck tourniquet. Absolutely, that's the best thing you want to do, as tight as possible. If you have to throw it over a tree limb, that works also. That's exactly so. A neck yeah. tourniquet for all perpetrators. Absolutely. Um, and when they go blue, that's how you know you're saving them. Right. <laughs> blue lips when matter. They, when they stop breathing, you know you saved them. <laughs> blue blue yeah. lips matter. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Write that down. That's a good one. I like that, Philip. That's, that's a good one. I know. Yeah. I, this is my last show, I think. <laughs> I just got kicked off the air for that. But you know what? We hate criminals. And I think all criminals should have to pound sand and then daisies. There you go. So Absolutely. Uh, it just drives me up the wall. Okay, so you have a procedure. That's what you go through in your in your seminar. Right. Workshop, right. There's the procedures. And uh, uh, like I said, A through Z process because. Uh, well, let me. Uh, so this, okay. this seminar, August 17th. Workshop, I call it the workshop. This is a workshop, workshop August 17th. Right. This is an hour and a half. This is more of an intro, a light. Some, this isn't your full workshop, right? This is a full workshop. This is a full. It only takes 90 minutes to learn how to do this. Oh, awesome. I've, I've trained thousands of people in 90 minutes how to treat a gunshot or step to themselves or someone else. Because I have like a one hour and 36 minute attention span and that's it so i could actually you would just make it you would just make it (laughs) (laughs) maybe yeah Yeah. no it's really in fact like i said i was involved and the people involved with we developed this whole we actually developed the whole concept of doing this type of training and the type of product we started it all and and what really upsets me is that a lot of the competitors that come along and that's the american way and i have no problem with that it's a great thing because we can't get and talk to everybody but what really upsets me is they try to complicate something that is really quite simple. And when you have those simple, that simple process A through Z, and you learn all those seven reasons, it's real simple. And we, we prov- provide the training in a way that a person will never forget it as long as they live. That sounds like a mouthful, but we, we know how to do that in our training program. And how many people mm-hmm. have you trained? Thousands. I've been, <laughs> yeah, thousand. I've trained, well, you mentioned a few on the thing, but, you know, NYPD, LAPD, LA Sheriff's Department. I trained at Columbine. I trained Columbine. Every law enforcement agency in Riverside and San Bernardino County I've been involved with working as has been a customer. 
So hundreds all over the country. And then actually, in fact, I was going to say earlier, but maybe now's the time. What you saw, the law enforcement trauma shooting kit, it all started with law enforcement. And then a couple of years after that, I started getting calls from schools, you know, universities, even mm-hmm. some churches and say, what about the violence? Because of Columbine. So I'll get into that later. Right. right. So, folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. You can get Townsend Productions at 951-686-6161. 951-686-6161. Everybody should have some of these. One at the house, one in the mobile, one in the RV. And uh, check it out. Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearms rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Welcome back here. We are talking with Larry Townsend of Townsend Productions. You can reach him at 951-686-6161. That's the best way to get a hold of him. 951-686-6161. And you're going to do that so you can protect your family, your friends, and yourself in case there's a massive accident or a gunshot wound or knifing. I mean, we just, anyway, there's different levels of, of gear that you have for different people? Well, actually, okay, the products are the same. It's just that we package them in three different ways. Okay, we talked about the law enforcement trauma shooting kit, and I mentioned it all started with law enforcement, right. the very first one. Right. Okay, but then after that, schools and church, so we came out with another version of the kit called the Educational Facility Trauma Shooting Kit instead of the Law Enforcement Trauma Shooting Kit. And then everybody else, like gun clubs, like you, you know, in your gun club, and different gun clubs, or like security guard companies, which one of mine is allied Ally Barton Universal is a customer that I've been a customer with this. We have what we call the firearms trauma shooting kit. So it's the same products, just a little bit different for the marketing purposes. That says how that's set up. Yeah. There. So could somebody arrange, say, for a school district? Somebody could contact you and say, hey, I want to sponsor. My kids go to Redland School District right. or, or Fontana School District, whatever it happens to be. Uh, I want to sponsor you to come out and teach this. That, that's something they could do, right? Yes. In fact, when you mentioned Redlands, that was the very first. I've done hundreds of schools. These workshops in hundreds of schools. Mm-hmm. And Rev was the, was the very first school to ever get this training. That's the one so, built like a jail? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. In fact, it, <laughs> it's funny you brought that up because that was one of the very first that was built like a jail. You know, right. the big thing, the it's gate huge. that comes down and everything. And I said, what are you afraid of? Snakes? And, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's the world we live in. And that was, they did, they were the first to do it and that was they were donated the first workshops 
and training was donated by Loma Linda Hospital, and they were the first. I know I've had them on uh, on the air. They're talking about their live, their training. You know that they they train in case something bad happens. What oh, Rev? And Rev. at Loma Linda. Oh, Loma Linda. And the sad thing was with Loma Linda is they've disarmed all their security guards because one time a security guard did a bad thing. Well, that was okay. the personal. Well, that's thing. yeah, it's him. All right. Yeah. Anyway, right. so. Yeah. It is what it is. That's their right, decision. Right. So anyway, um, there is a a ratio, and I'm not sure exactly what it is, of the lethality between a knife wound and a bullet wound, say a pistol bullet wound. Right. You know, and it seems to me that more, the higher percentage of people who are stabbed die than the percentage of people who are shot. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I'm, I don't know. I really don't know about that. I know that in my workshop, basically we teach that whether it's a knife wound or a stabbing wound, or, well, a knife wound is a stabbing wound, or a gunshot wound, it's really treated the same way. So it's treated it, the same it's way. It's treated the same way. But, think, but as far as, you know, you said which is more deadly than the other per se, I, I really don't know. So what it, what's been explained to me from some of okay. the surgeons is that okay. with a bullet, when it comes in, it causes destruction and capillaries are crushed and they tend to sometimes can clot you know they might cause an infection problem later right but they're they don't bleed as much as a clean cut where there's an insertion on a knife and the capillaries are wide open that makes sense and they tend to have much more blood from a uh, from a knife wound in a vital area um and and we just had you know here's the sick world we're living in in orange county all right we just had this felon i i'm gonna bet 50 bucks i'll bet you guys a nice lunch someplace that this is not this guy's first rodeo this cretin went out 33 year old man says hispanic man in the news report they won't release his full identity yet had a knife wound or he killed four people in orange county on a stabbing spree and wounded two others wow um so do we need knife control or do we need murder control right right absolutely it's in the heart of man you look at Everybody's cries for gun control. Well, the first murder was committed with a rock. Right. All right. And ask ask uh, Abel how that went. Right. He's well. Oh yeah. A lot of th- a lot of things can be a weapon. You know, um, in the Bible, you have Samson slew a thousand Philistines with the jawbone of an ass. Right. Rachel Maudow does just about the same thing with her jawbone. Anyway, um, <laughs> but it, it, these are the jokes, folks. Stay with me. So, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here all day. Um, but knife wounds are just as deadly. And, and the sad thing is a knife wound is a proximity weapon, right? Somebody has to get close to you to stab you. Unless it's a throwing knife, but yeah. <laughs> That's in the carnival, well, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, right. You throw your knife, you have nothing in your hand. It's, it's a bad day. So... Um, you know, your your responsibility, again, you're the first responders, keep your head on a swivel. Don't let some crazy guy get within three feet of you. You have your own personal space. And if the people were armed and able to defend themselves, we wouldn't have these issues. You're right. If they're quick enough. Well, okay. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Action beats reaction. Absolutely. All right. Every time. If a guy's within 15 feet of you and you're just walking with your wife and he charges at you, you are not going to have a chance right. to recognize the situation, draw fire, defend, you know, best you could do is right. body shield your wife and right. take the first blow. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's just the way it is. Right. Um, 
action beats reaction. And that is why the call for disarming the nation is ridiculous because we are reacting and there's always a one-off. I mean, as JFK was was shot by one crazy person, right? So those things happen, or at least that's what they tell us. Um, Yeah. Yeah, who knows what to believe with it? Yeah, you know, these things, if you have a a person who has dedicated their life to doing something and doesn't mind dying in the process, you can't stop that. That's right. Not in a free world. And that's why we talked earlier. I said that when people talk about we've got to end this gun violence, we've got to end it. Well, there's a lot of things we need to end. That's one of them. But unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to be able to end them. I can we really I, aren't. I can reduce gun violence. I have three three ways. Right, okay, here. right. First one: if you use the firearm in commission of a crime, violent crime, right. you get twenty to forty years in jail. End of story. Mandatory sentencing. I don't care. If you're forty years old, we're going to give you twenty years. If you're twenty right. years old, you get forty. 40 right. All right. You're in jail for a long time. Basically, your entire career. If you use a firearm in commission of a crime and you hurt somebody, I shot you in the leg. I pistol whipped right, you. Right, all right? right. Shot you in the elbow. You live. I have life imprisonment. End of story. If you did it. That's the penalty, not gradations. Did you do this? That's your penalty. If you take a life or rape somebody or kidnap somebody, death, death penalty. penalty. Absolutely. Next Wednesday. Absolutely. Now, if we had the uh, government with the stones to introduce this, gun violence would drop dramatically because criminals are cowards. They're not stupid. Well, some are, some are cowards and stupid, but they're cowards. They're not stupid. If their penalty is the rest of their life in jails, no matter what, if they use a firearm or commission of a crime, they'll do something else. They might try and strong arm robbery. They might try and knife. If your goal is to reduce firearm violence, you have to use a mothers against drunk driving method, which is make the penalties so egregious for that behavior that it changes behavior. That is not racist because you don't go to jail unless you did the action. You did the action, you go to jail. End of story. That's not racist. Well, you know, I would say the only way that I believe you can truly end gun violence if somebody could wave a magic wand, every gun in the world would just disappear. But then what would happen is everybody would be starting killed by being knifed to death, or yeah. a baseball bat would beat them, and then everybody would be yelling, let's outlaw knives, let's outlaw baseball Ger- bats. Germany, I mean, yeah. Germany I mean, has very strict gun control. Right. I just watched a video of a Syrian refugee hacking up a guy in the middle of the street with a samurai knife, right. samurai sword. Sure. Just, you know, right. because... So the heart of people is the problem. We, and I have you on the show here today, is we have to say, okay, we live in this fallen world. Right. There are monsters and predators that our government is allowing back out on the street. Right. Through early release and not making a felony a felony any longer and making heroin free. Right. So we're creating these monsters and these predators. We're putting them back out on the street. And then we're saying, oh, bad things are happening. That's insanity. Right. Our responsibility and why we have to have people like you training us is we are the first responders. And it's our responsibility to defend ourselves and to protect if something bad does happen. Absolutely. And I always say what we need to talk more about is we need to work on ways to help prevent and lessen death due to mass shootings what have you, instead of talking about we have to end them and end them. That's what we need to spend time and rhetoric about. And that's what the whole concept of what my company and I have been doing is to, here, we're not going to end it. We're not. So when Survive like this, it. Yeah, we need to survive it, absolutely. So this is a tool to survive it. 
So let's spend more time, spend more energy, spend more money learning about how to survive these things than trying to just end them. Because we're not going to end them. Crap, crap happens. That's right. Um, you're, you're not going to end this. Stuff. You should have an umbrella. Absolutely. Folks, Saturday, August 17th, 2 to 3.30 p.m. at Bullseye Sports in Riverside. You're going to come see Larry Townsend. Um, if you need to get a hold of him ahead of that or want to schedule something individually, 951-686-6161. 951-686-6161. FiringLineRadio.com. Check out our podcast. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. It's also best in life to subscribe to our podcast. Now, why do I keep saying this? Well, because the podcasts are an important part of this show if you like to win free stuff. I like to win free stuff. Yeah, you should subscribe. Yeah, to what do you think you do? Subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you go to firinglineradio.com, scroll down a little bit, and you'll see all of eight-year shows of podcasts on there. There's a little button that says subscribe. You click subscribe and away you go. You'll get the podcast delivered to you every single week. And being a subscriber makes you eligible for some of our giveaways right now. Well, this Saturday at the um, at my seminar, I've given away a Macmillan MC3 polymer stock at the first seminar. And I'm giving one away at two o'clock at the big game hunting seminar. So we're giving those away next month. If you're a subscriber, There'll be a random drawing, and we'll have another listener gets to win this. So this is from McMillan, McMillan USA, a great rifle stock company. Uh, Kelly McMillan's a friend of the show, so it's awesome that he's given us these to give away and in, you know, get them in the hands of our listeners. So that's, that's a good thing. You want to be sure you're a podcast because we're on at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and we're busy people, and, you know, frankly, who has time to sit around and wait for the show to come on? Get the right. podcast, listen to us at your leisure. There you go. Your leisure. Um, Larry Townsend is the owner of Townsend Productions. And again, he has training and products to help you survive trauma. Could be from a car accident. Could be a knife wound. Could be a gunshot wound. Could just be a, a bad day at the office with a paper cutter. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you have crazy glue, right? Yeah, you know, put that yeah. thing back on? Yeah, I'll put some of that in there for you. Uh, 
Yes. It, it, when you talk about, you know, a traffic accident, you can. Major bleeding, we'll put it this way. Uh, when it comes to the products necessary to treat a gunshot or stabbing wound, are the same products that are necessary to treat massive bleeding. Right. Okay. So whether it's an accident, you're, in fact, I've actually got a letter from the FBI from Tampa, Florida, where one of the agents who owned his own personal kit used it to save a woman's life who was pregnant in an automobile accident who was bleeding profusely. Oh, my. And she was pregnant, save her and her baby. I got a really nice testimonial letter from the FBI and letterheads really. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, but I'm just saying you're true. It can't. But the concept is it's very important on a psychological level to position in your mind that this is a product for a gunshot wound and a stabbing wound. You know, I just wanted to get. It's not the household first aid kit. It's not. not In fact, that's why it's called a trauma shooting kit. See, first aid doesn't necessarily mean life-threatening type of injury. There's no... uh... There's no rash cream in this? Yeah, no, there isn't oh, okay. There's no Band-Aid, no Bactine. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. Well, and, but, and here's the other thing is these, um, the last thing you want to do is throw this in your trunk, right? Yeah. You don't, so need it in the cab of your car, either under the back seat or if you right, you don't, yeah, the, the, heat, the heat, The heat can mess with certain products. Right. You know, you don't want to get too hot. And just when you say the trunk of the vehicle, in law enforcement, something I fight with them and have for years is... Is the the speed of getting to the kit? So, in other words, if you and I are both, we'll put an example: the shootout at the Bank of America years right. ago. With the, okay, you're not going to get out and open. There's the no trunk. way you're going to get out, open right. the trunk, grab the kit, and get shot in the head where you're doing that. So, it's very important to have it inside the vehicle. Yeah, right. I think that's a very good point. Yeah. And um, yeah, so so there are some things in this that need to be replaced time to time. Tape can get gooey in the heat. With the heat, the heat is the real. Culprit there, right? Yeah, everything else is sterile and and right. can last sterile for years. Scissors aren't going to go bad at that, right? So if you have one of these, just realize maybe once a year, swap out the tape. Right. Yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty inexpensive to do that. Hey, I want to talk a little bit. We, we're talking about the the culture and the mass shootings and stuff like that. And, and I didn't warn you that we're going to talk about this because. Okay. It's a rabbit trail, and I'm there, there happily be, oh, chasing yeah, a rabbit no, right I'm, now. I'm running around dodging the bullets. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. so we have a movie that was was going to come out from Universal called The Hunt. Yeah, I, re- I just heard about the other day, actually. Right. And so this is a bunch of liberal elites hunting down deplorables with rifles and killing them. And, you know, it's in September, just before hunting season. So trying to put some ideas in people's minds is the way I looked at that. Right. But what is the difference between Goebbels' propaganda for the Nazis and movies like this for the masses, where we had, when Bush was president, you know, there's movies about assassinating the president, uh, all these terrible things. Is this not just a giant propaganda machine that we're living in here? Yeah, I think you're right. That's a layup, you know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, and, and here's the other thing that really, really irritates me uh, I hate Nazis, all right? I I don't even think there's many of them left except for the wackos that should be thrown in a wood chipper. But right. uh, Nazis are about the worst thing you can call somebody, right? Absolutely. Nazis are, are responsible for about 38 million deaths the last century. I'm going to blame them for 30 million in World War II and the 6 million in the Holocaust camp. It's about 36, okay. 38 million. Right. I give them full blame for that. At the same time, we have communists and socialists marching in our streets for socialism and communism. That should be a word that is worse than Nazis. Why? 
because although the Nazis, horrible as they are, and they should all go to hell tomorrow, uh, killed 36 million, the communist regimes have killed over 100 to 150 million people in the same time frame. They make the Nazis look like paupers. Right. And yet, we have socialists running for president of the United States. Why nobody is calling them out for the murderous regimes that they're supporting? Okay, this isn't about right. gunshot wounds, but right. but this is absolutely something that we need to take into consideration, folks. Socialism is only communism that can't enforce itself with a gun yet. Communism has control of the army and the police, right? But mm-hmm. socialism is on its way there. And we as a nation need to stand up and fight these people in every single corner of the political arena. And I'm talking about outvoting them. Uh, going to school board meetings and making sure that they stop because they're pushing this agenda that is giving us more and more crazy people, less and less effectiveness for our law enforcement because they're le- they're putting more felons on the street under the guise of prison realignment. Yeah, we're just going to open the doors and realign everybody out onto the highway. Makes no sense. Right. It, it, it drives me up the wall and we are inundated with propaganda every single day from this leftist. You get it on Google, on Facebook, on Twitter feeds there. They are monitoring your flow and you'd need to wake up and realize what's happening here and vote against it as soon as you can. So that's my propaganda speech. I'm going to let you have the last couple of minutes here. Cause again, that was my rabbit trail. <laughs> last couple of minutes here. Talk to what do people need to know about this? Okay. The main thing I feel that people need to know in general, whether it's law enforcement or schools or you know just everybody else out there, uh, is that when there is a situation, a person does suffer from that truly, like I said, critical gunshot and or stabbing wound, the only way to really truly save themselves or someone else is if they know what to do, have the correct products to use to treat it immediately, immediately. That's it. I mean, it's really that simple. In- so if something happens, right, then now's the time to start running around the bathroom medicine cabinet trying to figure stuff out. No, that's out. not the time. It's too late. <laughs> that's absolutely true. Yeah. You've got to do something. Like I said, you've got to do something immediately. You really, really do. And you can't, unfortunately, as, as fast as the paramedics want to get there, as fast as the police want to get there, they're not going to be quick enough. And then if you have a situation where you've got that active shooter, they may or may not be able to have people come in to help the people medically. They're until going to hold out. Until they yeah. got to stage the situation. You know, they got to stage and make sure it's safe. Yeah. The ambulance sure. will stay out till the shooting's over. Now, let's talk about uh, a homeowner, okay? Okay. Um, let's say that a window breaks downstairs. Right. Dad gets up, heads downstairs. He's got his his firearm training, he's got his first aid training, he's done your trauma kits and stuff right. like that. Gunshot ensues. Right. He shoots down four bad guys because they do home invasions in groups these days. Right. Nobody can do anything on their own. Um, <laughs> right. But he, he suffers a wound. He, 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 he personally does, he right. He personally gets right. shot right. in the stomach. Right. If he hasn't had his family through that training... Well, if he's conscious, and that's part of my training too, if this kit... And I actually talk about it in my workshop, a situation where a police officer, I won't name the, go through the whole scenario, but if he'd have had this training, he'd be alive today because he was by himself in the middle of nowhere and he could have taken these products and saved himself. 
So that's a big part of this. And isn't it also important to have your family members trained also? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, because if the person's unconscious, obviously they can't help themselves. Then that's where somebody else comes in. Absolutely. So think about bringing your wife, your uh, kids to this event. This is going to be Saturday, August 17th. Cost is $15 per attendee, uh, and it has a maximum number here. So we probably fill this out pretty quick. Usually, usually they are filled out very quickly. Okay, folks, that's going to be Townsend Productions uh, Gunshot Wound Life Saving Workshop, Saturday, August 17th, 2 to 3.30 p.m. at Bullseye Sports. Call Bullseye, 951-823-0211, and we'll see you there. Larry, thank you for what you do. Well, thank you very much, Philip. Right. God bless, Appreciate folks, and have a better weekend. Shoot, Felipe, shoot! When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics, and by Philip Naiman and Cornerstone Christian Wealth Management. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.